We are currently in Wild West in uh, a freehold location. Yes. Uh, so that thunder, apologize in advance, but it's going to happen the entire podcast. It should. It's ambiance, like I said. Yeah, right. Like it sets it. the mood. It's fancy. We're, it's it's all gonna, it's all gloomy after this. Uh, where do you want me to start? What what time frame? How about that? We'll go with time frame first. Um, let me say, pick a spot and just go for it. All right then. Um, I was born a young lad. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we started. I started here. Let's see. We opened eight years ago. Uh, like three days from now. Today's the 10th of July. Okay. And oh God, so eight years ago, I think it must have been like the 14th or something like that. So I showed up in September and uh, I've been here ever since. And I started out as a game master, which was a good time. It's a good time to be alive. Yes, that's right. Heidi went through a, a whole story of um, people had to crawl and the exit was yes. behind the front desk. Yeah. And the lady or whoever was running the game had to move out of yeah, the way. Yeah, so for whatever reason, they did have a little feng shui issue. Um, they didn't fully <laughs> optimize the space in which the front desk where the check-in happened, there was an exit where it was under the stairs. Oh my God. Uh, it was an old building. It was an old house. It was a house from the later 1800s. So really, really nice. We did defeat that house. But um, it wasn't meant for that Defeat. many people. Defeat, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. We ran every weekend. We would have every two to three thousand people running through. Uh, um, that makes sense. Imagine, you know, imagine an older house and that many people just kind of stomping along. Well, yeah, uh, the floors are going to break through. Oh, actually, Floor the board. stairs were bending inward. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we did. Uh, we we started there eight years ago. I started as a game master. Um, and then we were kind of just taking care of a bunch of stuff there, but I had already from, uh, school and hobby, uh, learned a bunch about electronics. Um, I guess mostly because my grandfather taught me a lot. He was, a he was in the Navy back in the old WW2 and oh. he was, uh, an electronic, he did electrical repair and building for the Navy. Um, wow. so his basement was sweet. <laughs> it had so many cool things down there that I, I I regret that I don't have with me anymore. But um, like what? Uh, they had a, he has oscilloscopes. He had every tester that I, you what, can imagine. I'm sorry, what is that? Uh, it'll just be able to let you test a waveform. Um, Got it. Okay, that that makes sense. I can see it. I can visually because yeah. otherwise it it was different back in the day when we wouldn't have to worry. Things didn't oscillate as quickly um, in like the 20s. It didn't have to. I could hear a lot of things. Uh, now things are going so fast. I mean, your computer sitting here has a, what, a GPU or a CPU that can go, let's say, three gigahertz. So uh, it's an A1 chip. Yeah. So that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's it can go incredibly fast. So uh, there's no other easy way for me to test it. Yeah. I would have to have a specialty tester. And for me to see if it's doing what it's supposed to, I would have to visually inspect it. And the oscilloscope was a way to do that. I can test a waveform Copy. by seeing it. Okay. See, that's another thing I learned. The other, uh, podcast we had with Zach, the other episode we had with Zach, I learned about Wago clips. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what those Wago. are called. Fun fact, uh, great contention on how to pronounce them. Up until a few years ago, I called them Wago. Um, so they and are then Wago. They are Wago. They are Wago. If you ever watch the videos of like, I don't know why you would, but you can go on YouTube and type in their company name and kind of people go about, oh, 
do like test loads like how long or how much stress can you put on a wire before it actually like snaps out of a wago clip? yeah I and mean, then they keep saying wago and i was like that can't be the right, to, the right way to pronounce that so i went on their website and watched one of their videos and they're just like welcome to wago i'm like ah oh, man oh no i lost a bet i swear I'll, wago sounds like a shark though so it's cooler that's understandable i mean yeah. wago just sounds like an elitist shark though i'm not really <laughs> it's like the difference between ant and aunt i don't i don't they both mean the same thing but like <laughs> How, how how fancy do you want to be? It's the Not English at all. language. <laughs> it's like the hardest language to learn. That's fair. That's understandable. But yeah. Um. So uh, you learned about Wago clips. Now you know when a telescope is. But yeah, my grandfather had a, every testing equipment. And he between him and his carpenter friends, they could build whatever he wanted. Um, so after the war, he wanted to like you know TV repairs, radio repairs. Um. And this was back in the day where you could repair your own TV. Um, instead of just swapping out the board, you could test the tubes. You can test a bunch of different things on it. Um, but he would teach me a bunch about that. And then I went, so during high school, I took electronics for four years. That was my elective. Oh, um, that could be an elective. It is, at least in Marlboro <laughs> High School it was. Lucky. Um, that was an elective, so I took that for four years. So we did everything from basically analog electronics, basic digitals, robotics. It kind of just gave Whoa. us the whole. Yeah, so that's robotics. how we, that was. Robotics. That was My the first time I learned how to code was because we had to program robots. Oh, yeah. C is one of the old old languages from the seventies. Um, most things that you still use run somewhere along the line have a base of C. Okay, um, it's just been around forever. It's super fast. Um, it's kind of annoying to program. Oh, processing is a little bit easier because that's what Arduino uses. It's a subset of it. It takes some features of that, takes some features of what's called C++, which is C with object-oriented programming. Mm -hmm. Object-oriented is just like a way of abstracting ideas into saying, instead of making function, 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 like, oh, do this, do this, do this, do this. I can say, you know, my object is going to be microphone. Um, not as much math as engineering. Um, and a lot of algorithms, but you also learn some basic languages. You don't have to know too much. Surprisingly, you don't have to know as much about computers to get a computer science degree. So, you can talk to my dad about that one. Oh, he's cool. he's got a computer science degree from uh, the 70s, and I don't know if he's really ever used a computer in his life. Nice. Uh, oh, that means it's time. perfect for me. Yeah, you should try it. <laughs> Honestly, if you can memorize algorithms and you're not bad at math, you're fine. I'm actually pretty good at math. You're, math you know is what? one of my better subjects we'll, in school. We'll talk about this in four years. Except the one time I failed. What do you mean? I failed my Algebra 2 class, but it's because the teacher sucked. But other than that, I was great. <laughs> I was really good at math. As long as you were good at it. Yeah, as long as yeah. you were good. Um, yep, so that's basically the general gist of it. Uh, so after that, uh, I was still in school when I started working here. Um, and in the beginning, we were going to be doing a lot of switching. Uh, we used to use... Uh, our tricks back in the day were all lock and key. There were a couple of relays involved, maybe popping a mag lock, but almost everything was a physical... Maglocks. Yeah, electromagnetic locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Cool. No, that one. I was like, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, good. That's, that's just chiming in with it. Yeah. So we we used to use almost exclusively lock keys, which I mean, you know, you know about them. They they're great because again, if they break, what do you do? You just cut the lock and swap it out. Oh well, yeah, you just get into. You don't really have to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, now we kind of complicated the system because we expect people expect more. Um, I guess, uh, kind of pizzazz out of escape rooms. 
And it's people just harder always to do want, that. want, want. They never appreciate. <laughs> they never give. Yeah, um, for real. But no, they do want a lot more because again, lock and key was fine in the beginning when no one knew what an escape room was. But then people started That's to figure true, it out, yeah, yeah. and now they're just like, oh, well, how many puzzles do you have? How many rooms do you have? Does this something scary happen? And you want that involvement something where people scary is a big question we get a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you guys have the manor room over in Edison, so it's, that would. But it's not like scary. Is it not scary? It's I believe the um, I okay. What's it called? The there's one in the castle one in Greenbrook. That people mm. say is scary. castle, and there's also one in Cherry Hill. Um, mm. So you have Pearson's Mansion, yes, yeah. which do. I always colloquially call colloquial. I always call anyway. That's uh, <laughs> manor. Yeah. I call that one Manor um, because originally I think when we were buying the place, uh, the group that had it before us, they had showed us all around, um, and I think they called it Mansion. And then someone said manor, and then I had said, oh, yeah, we have a manor room. And then for whatever reason, just stuck in my head. And now every time <laughs> I refer to that, I just call everything is manor now. I love that. Interesting. Uh, it's not a scary room. Things scare people in that room. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's the thing is even in like a, even in the fun, you know, easy to go rooms, yeah. people will get, if something pops open, someone's going to jump. It's great. Um, I love it. And especially if a sound goes off when it, we do it because it's supposed to be, oh, it's supposed to be fun and interactive. And it's cool when, you know, you do something on one side of the room and something on the other side of the room pops open. But that means, hey, I need a sound to tell them that they did it. Um, or something to go, falls to go from the ceiling. Or that's something falls from the either. ceiling like a life ring. Um, but that's the thing is everyone's going to know that one because it's all, but that's going to scare you no matter what because you're not expecting it. Um, so there's a difference between horror and it's not horror. Weird. What is it not a life okay. ring anymore? No, it's it not. Is. It's not that. I'm just grinning because I'd like you to explain uh, your uh, your thoughts and feelings about Tiki in Edison. <laughs> Tiki, Tiki's a really cool. All right, so Tiki has. <laughs> it's okay. I look at it. There's two different ways of uh, looking at it. There's a perspective shift here because as a human being, I like it a lot. I think yeah. it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. I like the weird boards on the bottom. I like the tiki theme. I mean, very pretty. Everyone loves tiki nowadays. Um, my hangups with it are when something <laughs> goes wrong. It's very complicated behind the scenes. <laughs> oh <is>. yes, <laughs> it's a lot. And even sometimes Cody, the builder of the room, I'll ask him, and he's just like, you know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's good. As long as that's the thing. It's sometimes it was, oh, I someone would build it and it works. Therefore, now we don't touch it. Instead of I built it to work this way and this is why it works this way. It just happened to work. And then everyone just kind of like put their hands up and slowly backed away without touching anything. <laughs> that's, that's usually <laughs> what happens. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing about it. There's certain <sighs> there are tricks in the room um, that are not recycled. They're their fundamental way that they work is changed. Um, your spinning ship wheel, for instance. Yeah. Yes. So have you ever noticed that there's a tone when it yes. hits those two things? Mm -hmm. It's a little speaker inside. Yeah, because if you the original format it was made for was for a piano. So like the brains of it are meant to check for piano key touches. Um, is that why it's on that's the why piano? there are sensors on the yeah, on the wheel on the, on the back of the like, wheel. There's piano two. noises. I just didn't know it was made for a piano. So it's made so you could do it like that. It's uh, I say piano because that's the sound it makes. It's yeah. literally just it's a reed switch, um, and it's just checking for a magnet in front of it. Yeah. The original idea was it was a touch tone. You'd play it, you touch it, and different tones would happen. Yeah. But you would have up to twelve, I think eight or twelve different tones. 
Um, so you could play a small song on it if you really wanted to. That's but cool. it was changed into checking a spinning wheel. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a phone in um in cabin where we uh, dial the phone number. There's mm-hmm. like a speaker box or something because when the one person you know who you are if you're listening, you pulled out the wires. Um, and I had to take apart the drawers to put it back. I noticed it, and it was like a button that attached to the box that had the speaker on it mm-hmm. for the phone. And I pushed the button, and it was an incredibly loud ringtone. Mm. A, like a phone was ringing. Yes. And it was piercing loud. It scared the living hell out of me. Yep. <laughs> and I didn't know that was a thing. I love and, that. And now you know not to touch that button anymore. I'm sad I missed it. You can easily just go find it and push it again. Yay. This could be you. It could be me. I want it to be. This could be your life. In Good. between your new computer science degree that you're going to go for. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that already. <laughs> you could be also the amazing escape rooms professional button presser. I can be. I have so many titles now. You do. I'm just collecting them all. I, listen, as growing up in the age of Pokemon, you do have to catch them all. You sure do. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie's a Pokemon fan. I am. That's good. Oh, that's true, actually. I think I remember being in your place once, and uh, we were in the Candy World room. Yeah. And then I was looking at my phone for a second, and you thought something bad had happened. And then you saw the quintessential, oh, he's swiping. That's a... That's a he's throwing Pokeball. I got so scared because they were in there for like two hours putting this door back together. And then I know when Shane looks at his phone, something's wrong. And he's like, I got to look this up because I'm like, there's no way he's they're looking it up. They're looking things up. (laughs) And then I saw him swipe forward and I said, never mind. He's just playing Pokeball. Pokeball. (laughs) I will will thank you for that. I think it was an Eevee. So thanks. it was an Eevee. Ooh, Um, fancy. There's we grass spiraling backwards. That was about it. So I went to school, uh, graduated, still stayed here. Um, and here we are. It started out as me being game master. Once I realized that you can do a bunch of electrical stuff, um, kind of went into, in the beginning, it was being, I was one of the assistant, one of the 15 assistant general managers at the original Freehold. Um, there was a lot. There were a lot of us. There were a lot of managers. There was two minute managers back then. Oh, I was going to um, say 15 is all. Um, I mean, we had... Sam was our general manager, and the other managers were, let's see, myself, and then there was Eric Jones, and then there was Laura Miller, um, I think Nico. Remember Nico Feinert? Yes, Jared's brother. Jared's brother, yes. I think he was a manager. Yeah, he was a manager, too. Um, He was the first person I met. I feel like I'm missing someone, but I think there were like five. Um, There was a lot of management back then. Yeah, um, it sounds like. <laughs> but yeah, and after that, so I did repairs. Uh, once I Once I think Howard realized that I knew what somewhat was going on in the rooms. Uh, he took me on a test case scenario into, we used to have a Philadelphia location on a 15th Yes, the zombie one that- uh, No, 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 that is Sherman Mill. So that is on the outskirts of Philadelphia. We had one right by City Hall. <laughs> City, oh, so there was another so one. Arch Street is like the main one. If you're looking uh, down Arch, there's City Hall right at the end. Okay. Uh, so we were on 15th and Arch. Um, so we weren't that terribly far away from uh, City Hall. Um, this was an old location. Okay. Uh, I forget when it closed down. Regardless, I went there, uh, and he's just like, do you know how to fix this room? And back then, that room was, I don't remember what that room was. Maybe it was case closed? Um, that sounds familiar. I think case Zach closed, was talking about that Yeah, well, because case closed was one room that we bought from a group out in Chicago. Yes. Okay, yes, yes, Nick, yes. I, th- I think that's... Nick Malay, that was his name. Oh, I don't know. Um, but, he but. produced a room called Case Closed, and it went into Amazing Escape Room Freehold. 
um, the original one, 77 West Main, not the one we're currently mm-hmm. in. Uh, it took over for Secret Agent Room, which RAP loved that room. Um, There's one I do want to talk about that I have. I do have a question, and I would oh, like your opinion on. What is it? Um, last last week, Zach mentioned um, a room called the the Hangover Room. Oh yeah, Hangover Room. Yeah, so so what are that what was your uh, about that was it? I think the company wide that was our only like eighteen plus room. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a trip. Uh, that was a room slightly designed by Howard himself, plus um, the designer of actually a fair <laughs> amount of rooms. Still, Jordy. Um, he's a guy. He's a Belgian guy who. Lives in Romania. Belgian. Oh, he's Belgian. Yes, that's he's Belgian. what I was like. He's. I don't know what. But no. <laughs> yes, he, he knew there was something. Like, he's Belgian. Uh, he uh, he grew up uh, in Belgium and then at some point moved to Romania. Um, good on him. That's where he lives now. Uh, but he and how? Wait, wait, wait. So, so he so he lives there now, but he's visiting like us sometimes to like build things. Or? Yeah. So he goes like on a temporary visa. He, he comes seen- here. So again, with the things like exchange rates, so the money oh, that yeah, he makes yeah. here is worth a lot more of Romania. Um, yeah, we could just so hitch he, a ride like, with him. Better. That's the thing is he lives like a he lives great out there because you know he makes good amount of money here, but when he takes it to Romania, it's yeah plus more. this plus yeah. that, it's significantly more. Um, so he lives, I think, in uh, whatever the capital of Romania. I think it's Bucharest. Yeah, Chris. Right. What sounds right. I- Say it. Because Budapest is Hungary. I'm pretty sure Bucharest is uh, Romania. Either oh, way, okay. he lives there. <laughs> fun geography lessons for the day. Um, the hangover room was fun. You would come in. Um, it was all open, and it was supposed to be like a like a dormitory. Um, like kind of okay. like you had a college frat party, and everything went wrong, and now you're trying to put the pieces back together. I forget the storyline. The storyline was vague at best. Um, it had some fun tricks. Uh, it had like... A, you know, there was there was a mannequin that was dressed in lingerie, you know, in a case, the, the display case had weird things like it had like alcohol and condoms and a bunch of stuff in it. Um, OK. Yeah, it was a weird room. Uh, the first <laughs> whole room was a blacklight room. Oh, um, my God. So you'd walk in and everything is just like weirdly painted and all the whole fun stuff and everything's glowing. And then you get to the second room and it's actually more of an escape room style. Um, I don't remember a lot of the tricks. Again, it was a lot of lock and key back then. There was one read switch trick. Um, you would move a car along the coast of uh, New Jersey. And depending on which locations you hit, there were read switches behind it mm-hmm. to catch the uh, inputs. Interesting. That's so cool. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it was a fun one. Black, black light. I think um, Heidi also mentioned that there was a black and white room. At one point? Yes, black and white. That was on also, the third floor of that like was, something? That was on the third floor of the original Freehold. So 77 West Main on the top floor had, you'd walk up the stairs and to your left was Hangover and to the right was black and white. Black and white was a very small room uh, and it was based basically entirely on optical illusions. That is such a um, So idea. like you'd walk it in is. and it looks like a straight up Vans commercial and everything <laughs> is just black and white. And um, everything is was based around optical illusions, counting how many, you know, how many triangles are in this picture. And then the people will count like, oh, it's 17. And then they try 17 and whatever the answer was. And it wasn't working because, well, you didn't count the optical illusion right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, that actually, so we used to have an IT guy. His name was Richie, Richie Matisoff. He made some fun interactive game for that room. Um, it was like a, it was like a trivia. There was a trivia portion of the show. Oh. Yeah. The game masters had to run a trivia portion. Um, so when they got to a certain point, the trivia would start, and you would pre- like press play on a program, and it would bring up the options. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> it was a fun time. It was a good time. Yeah, black and white was very small. It was 
I mean, it's hard on a on a non visual medium, but uh, it's about half the size of this room. Oh my! All together, and we, we used to fit eight people in it. Oh wow! During the summer, oh wow. man, that thing got hot. Uh, but it was fun because uh, you'd also have outdoor access. You could open the door, and then there would just be this giant fiberglass deck that oh. you could just go hang out on. Okay, fiberglass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was That's always a little bit cool. terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Nothing collapsed. That nice. was well, that's I, great. I think that's the only thing that never right? never broke. Um, but yeah, black and white was a whole thing up there. So we had up top was Hangover. It was eighteen plus because of the thematic elements. Um, black and white, which was advanced, just because of all the weird puzzles that we did have. Um, going down one level, we had you'd walk up the stairs. So Secret Agent was on the left, which turned into Case Closed. Um, and then you had Samurai. That was one of our advanced rooms. That was our first three-room adventure. Um, you do something in the first room. And this is back when no one knew that escape rooms would have multiple rooms. So sometimes they would spend the first whole half an hour in that first room. And then suddenly yeah. they get this key and they unlock a thing. And we actually hit it relatively well. Uh, I don't know how we did it. But you would put the key into a lock and then something you would slide this whole piece over. And then a doorway would appear. And then you're like, oh, man, there's another room. Little did I know it was the third room. Not a lot of people got out of that room, but it was really fun. <laughs> oh, my God. You have a very good memory. You're, like, talking about the layout of the building. And I remember. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm very, like, yeah. uh, if you show me a picture of it, I'll remember it. I would. But if you tell me someone's name, more than likely I'm not going to remember that. Yeah. So if you wear a name tag, I'll be fine. I'll know exactly who you are because I'll just think of the name tag. <laughs> got it. That's a, that's a good way to that's think. That's a good one. But yeah, so we had that uh, two rooms there. And then downstairs, we had our, um, uh, the main floor was Hemingway. Yes, 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 yes. That that's was a one. classic. Honestly, I most of our success is built on Hemingway. Oh, wow. Uh, really? It was such a fun room. It was, there wasn't anything too hard in it. People were able to move through it very quickly. That was the room where you would exit through yes. this terrifying like a little crawl tunnel. space yeah, yeah it was weird because the room itself was based on the works of uh hemingway himself mm -hmm. so we would have like it was an artist retreat or a writer's retreat um lots to do with books specifically his books for whom the bell toll took a lot of portions because whoever made the room i guess that's the only book they read by him but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of different ones and then all of a sudden you'd get out and the door would swing open and the tunnel was small it was under the stairs and it was very dark and whoever painted it, painted uh, like glow paint all over the side. And instead of like being a scene of anything, it was just handprints. So it looked like you're Hemingway, Hemingway, and all of a sudden there was just ghost children like trying to escape a tunnel. <laughs> See, that's something I personally would love. Sounds like Coraline. Okay. It'd be like, oh, fuck. Actually, yeah. it really does. I, I didn't enjoy it that much just because it was terrifying a little bit because a lot of people were just like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to go through this. So we'd be like, okay, that's well, fine. You know what? About this way. <laughs> the, they, but it was like a little tunnel, and it's just little tiny because uh, Howard's your kids sense did of it. Adventure, yeah. And they were all people have claustrophobia. That's true, mm. and also they're afraid of ghost children. Yeah, um, and especially <laughs> in an older house, Victorian ghost children. Yeah, um, but yeah, just tiny little handprints all over the place, and sometimes big ones, little ones. So it looked like just you know ghosts were families. Families, yeah, yeah. families, yeah, families of ghosts. But no, it was Howard's kids. They uh, at least they're together. they didn't know what to do with the last room. I'm pretty sure he was just like just <laughs> dip your hand in this and start doing that. And Interesting. Um, yeah, it was a wild, it was a wild ride. I feel like I'm missing a room, but I don't remember what room I'd be missing. 
You sound like you went through a lot. You sound like you pretty much named because I think yeah. Zach tried to do the same thing. He tried to yeah. name all of them, and yeah. I think you named every single one. I that he think named. it's. I think it was five. I think it was five. Yeah, he he did say five. I just don't remember all of them. Yeah, um, Hemingway, Secret Angel, Slash Case, Case Closed, Samurai, Hangover, Black and White. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then. That's, yeah, that's I, if it is, I think it's five. I feel like part of me feels like a missing one, but honestly, I'm not going to remember it now. I don't think maybe I'm not wrong. Maybe they're not there wrong. anymore. That's all that matters. That's true. They're all gone. <laughs> so our water cooler, I'm I fixed. You did? Yeah. <laughs> Whoever put the water jug in did not like spin it to like secure it down, oh. and water was leaking from. To be fair, Shayna did it that morning. I didn't tell Shana, her to spin it. No, hey. I I help. I walked her through it. I didn't tell her to do that part. Very heavy. Yeah, she was like, I did that because she carried it from upstairs, and she put it on. So she was like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you feel like you can flip over a car after that. Yeah, that sounds about right. What is it, like five <laughs> gallons of water? It's the big, yeah, the big uh, Poland Spring water like, jugs uh, over the water coolers. Jamie, you're into math now. How how heavy is a gallon of water? Oh, Good question. God. The volume of water was a science thing, and I failed science. <laughs> you lost me when well, you said no, we volume. know the volume of it. The volume is a gallon. Yeah. And What's you're the at, weight of it? The weight of it, that was a lot. Nailed it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I have a feeling it's eight. It's eight pounds. Maybe. I have a feeling it's eight pounds. We could always just look it up. That's the great part. Stuff you learned in school, you could easily just look up. You know what? At at least nowadays, yeah. Yeah. That's my solution. That's your solution. If you want to know how much a gallon of water weighs, look it up. (laughs) Yeah, man. Wait. Internet's great. Yeah. Make school pointless. 8.34 pounds. Look at you. There are that, some things you have to remember in life, and for whatever reason, a gallon of water is eight pounds. I would remember if my brain let me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why it is, but that's one my of the brain things that let just me remember like, anything. You stick an informational fact in there. That fish tank we're going to have to put in a certain area, and we, we won't be able to lift it up because that's a five that's gallon. That's 40 pounds, that means. Yeah, that's, that's a 40 pound fish tank. Yes, it is. We got a baby. Well, the... Listen, Greenbrook, your tank is bigger, so. Is it? Wait, they have a tank? Uh, yeah, I saw it in the wish list. <laughs> Wait, really? Wait, what are they getting a fish tank for? It's like for? a 10 gallon tank. To do what? I don't know. I don't know what they have. I, you said Greenbrook? Green Unless it's Cherry Hill. It's, one it's of Cherry Hill. It's, one of it's definitely Cherry Hill because it's for. Um, oh, right. Greenbrook is the one that took our flag. Yeah, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's <laughs> building um, uh, Prison Break 2. Oh. And a possible a sequel, sequel to Tiki. What? Yeah. There's a sequel? Possibly. Um, it really depends. A lot of it is uh, we have a new place coming in Paramus. Um, yeah. Right. Probably finishing the variants for it within like three weeks. So post that, it's going to be uh, sort of a free-for-all. Current plan is we're going to get uh, Cody to get one to two rooms up there. If he has a second tiki, we'll do a second tiki up there. Um, but we're definitely doing Prison Break 2 up there. I got a good question, and this pro- you're probably the wrong person to ask it. <laughs> But when it comes to like the themes of the building and stuff, like, do you guys ever plan on bringing like back old themes back? Like, because you said you guys really like like the Hemingway one mm-hmm. and stuff. You, we you, do take, you just abandon it? No, we take spirits. Like, we take um, there's little bits that we Watch steal them. from it. Um, <laughs> like we'll take elements of old rooms. Got it. Okay. Uh, we don't usually recycle the themes as much, just because. It, I mean, we do because we're making sequels. Uh, Prison Break 2, Tiki 2, they're not going to, that's not their name. That's just what we call them right now <laughs> right because now. people are going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Prison Break 2, Electric Boogaloo is coming to uh, oh, a parameter. Right. <laughs> um, so we do, I mean, that's the thing is, and then sometimes we'll just 
straight up take rooms and morph them, but leave them the same name. Greenbrook, for instance, has um, Wizard, which is based off of this wizard. Yeah. In this building. Um, it's a, yeah. So we do not usually old, old ones. Um, we might take the name and maybe some elements from it, uh, like Time Paradox. We took some elements and turned it into Lost in Space in a Bloomfield. Oh my god! It's yeah, it just seems game. like there's like so many themes I've heard, and like a lot of them are like they're closed. They're not. <laughs> they're yeah, not well, anymore. because again, there's <laughs> only so many. There's only so many people who can run through a game. Um, that is one of the interesting parts about the escape rooms is the replay value of a building is however many games it has, but the replay value of a game is minimum <laughs> one, maximum <laughs> generally two if you have to do a redemption. Yeah. Um. And a lot of people, considering how many people come in and do the room and don't get out and then do a redemption, like the the return rate isn't that high. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of it is, it's fun because, you know, you get to invent new ideas, but then you also get the other portion of the show where all your cool ideas are <laughs> having to be thrown out at some point. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> So like that's the thing. It's like sometimes you're just like, oh, I really worked hard on this, and they're just yeah. like, great, I worked for like two years. Time to switch the room out, and then everything's oh, no. really shitty. Yeah, because again, there's certain things that you can recycle. Um, there's certain things you can keep as spares because um, while the brains, I mean, uh, while the outside or what the customer facing side of a lot of escape room tricks are, um, the brains of the tricks are generally extremely similar. Um, there's only a couple of different kinds of tricks in almost every room. Um, and they're all kind of, they're different um, ways to dress up the same trick. Yeah. You know, a read switch right. trick you, is yes, a read switch right. you trick. Have, you have the basic four blocks. basic blocks of it. And then it just, it's just really up to the yeah. the theming and the, the location itself and the game itself. That's kind of where it expands to be its own thing. Correct. Um, but they're all built on the same building blocks. They're all the same foundations the same, because, again, there's only so many it. different ways to do it. Right. Um, a read switch is a read switch. If you're going to use magnets, it's probably involving a read switch. Um, if you want a uniqueness to a read switch, you add an RFID instead. I was going to say, so how do you hook up um, the thing with the cards, the, the RFID cards? RFIDs, yeah. How, how we have, I found a bag of them uh, in our building. Um, bag of what? RFID cards. And mm. like in the bag of the cards was also a bunch of like chips and stuff. How how do you like go about putting something like that together if you're looking uh, at it? So if you're looking the, at to it the, to, the to make person it do that something. doesn't know so really it's much a, about you got a, stuff. Is it a blue card with a bunch of pins at the end? Um, it's green. It's green. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you just said wait, something amazing. <laughs> no, oh, wait, is what a blue card? The actual RFID cards? Yeah. Or? No, the RFID cards are They're white. They're white, yeah. But the actual reader, so you got a reader or you got a packet of RFID cards? It's a packet of RFID cards oh. inside of a bag of a bunch of like chips with wires, like four wires connected Interesting. on the oh, ends okay. of each so one. The green ones are, um, That's what so blue is when you buy them yourself generally. The the blue, the, the color is called, a, uh, it's a mask. Oh, okay. It's a solder mask. So you just, you get to pick the color when you make your PCBs. Okay, well, mine's uh, going to be purple. Yeah, I was going to say, Tony, I don't know if you remember Tony. You remember yes. Tony. Oh, I remember Tony. You remember Tony. He used to, when every time he made a PCB, everything, Tony Land, everything was purple. Um, yeah. So he would. See, it was everything was just if you if he got a custom PCB made for any of the tricks, you would always see purple. And if I ever saw purple, I know exactly who made it. <laughs> hey, um, it's like a calling card. So you would have. So the green ones are generally going to be from our suppliers of uh, tricks from China. 
Um, they do a lot of the green ones. So an RFID tag in and of itself, uh, there's a little chip on it. Um, usually it's called a R... Letters. It's 522. I know it ends in that. Maybe it's MCR522, something like that. Hmm. Um, that's the old chip name. Um, the onboard stuff on the chip powers a, an antenna. There's a coil. If you ever see those little readers, yes. Um, the green, there's a little, there's a big square with yes. like little cuts on mm -hmm. the corner, so make it 45s, because in PCB world, you never make a right angle at 90. Um, I forget why there's a reason. Um, okay. Every trace always has to be 45. They don't usually do like bends. They'll do straight lines and any kind of, any kind of, uh, like anytime it turns, it'll always cut at 45. And what, um, when you say PCB rule, what do you mean by that? A PCB? Yeah, yeah. Um, it is, uh, basically it's a piece of, uh, plastic. I forget exactly the material of it. Um, there's copper layers on okay. it. And to make a PCB, uh, you would just basically cut out the copper that you don't want and it leaves traces behind and the copper is what connects components to it copy okay so you would you know you drill out the certain amount of holes through it you would etch out the copper that you don't need um and then you would put a mask on top of it but you would leave like the pieces of copper exposed you can actually put right. items into it. Got it um and that's just it's it's the nice way to do wires i was going to say you so could basically do everything you can with wires, wires. i mean before pcbs uh like a lot of people did point-to-point -point wiring, which you would use something called a turret board. It was this weird piece of like bakelite plastic with like pegboard holes drilled all over it. And you'd stick a turret through it, which is just this little round piece of metal. It looked like the bottom of a rivet. Okay. And it would just have a big hole in the center. And everything you want connected there, you would take the leads and you would bend them in and they'd all sit inside this tube basically. And then you just kind of heat up the tube and then, and then put a bunch of solder in it. It kind of fills it up. Got it. Um, so PCB is just a really nice way to do that because you could make a thousand at a time instead of having to have someone just sit there and go like that. And also if you need repairing, um, you could just throw it away because PCBs are a nightmare to repair a lot of the time. <laughs> Copper just immediately comes off of them. But either way, sorry, the PCB, uh, so the, it charges an antenna and there's basically okay. inside of the RFID card, there is also an antenna. Um, and you've seen wireless chargers like G chargers. Yes. Same idea. All it's doing is when you put the chip within the range, the antenna of the PCB for the like the actual mm -hmm. chip itself is uh, producing just enough power to make the RFID tag charge up. So it's powering a small microcontroller in it. And basically all in, in the microcontroller, all it's burned in is uh, bits about itself. Um, if there's an encryption, there's a little lock portion of it and the rest is its key, like what value it represents. So for you all, it's difficult because yeah. you would take your PCBs and what they're doing is they're decoding what's on the chip, the actual tag itself. And usually what they do is they tell a microcontroller, you still need a brain behind I it. I was going to say, how do you program something like so that to work with the trick? So the problem is you need a brain behind it because you either, you either have to tell the chip on the RFID card, uh, uh, on the, sorry, the RFID reader writer exactly what you're looking for, which is a nightmare, or you let it do whatever it's supposed to. And then it spits back just the key, and then you would have a microcontroller like an Arduino or something or a Raspberry Pi, and all it's doing yes. is it's okay, checking the keys against a known list. Um, and if it's you know if it says RFID tag two is spitting back uh, the hex key for zero X FF whatever it is, that's and that's the correct code that I'm supposed to be, then let it go. There's not much you can do. You're given you, right now with just chips. 
all you could do is if there's a button on it, that's a reprogram button. Sometimes they are nice about it and you can reprogram it just on the chip itself. On the that's actual, what that, uh, that's what that tiny button is. Yeah. So if there's, there's if you see the green PCB, there's button. a very small button. A yes. lot of the times, what that is, that's going to be, it's going to force it to, or black read actually. the new card, okay, and commit that to memory. Because I've seen those chips before, and there's like a, a micro SD card in that chip. I've seen some a of them SD like that chip. too. Yeah. That wait, if that's green, that's an MP3 player. If it's green, does it's it have blue MP3. turrets on them? It's does it have MP3 blue terminals? No, it's it's green. Oh. I mean, not the ones that I saw for in okay. the bag, but I'm just saying, like, I've seen something just like Unless it. you have a one of our Chinese tricks without a case. So the case is a big... Yes, it's... Uh, usually looks it's like it's a great case like this. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, someone took the case off of it, and what you're left with is um, a complicated mess. There's a little uh, micro SD slot. There's a relay on it. There's an audio jack. That's the... The thing next to the cabin computer, that's what that is. Yeah, so that's probably... It's a little box that has a bunch of inputs. There's an HDMI, there's a USB, there's an audio jack, but there's also a micro SD thing, and it looks like a, a, a green chip thing. What we, whatever we were just talking about, it looks just like that. Oh, but where it's is it? In, it's in like a plastic square or yeah. rectangular casing. That, oh, And then okay. it says like raspberry pie on the back. Oh, it says um, banana pie. One of the fruits. One of the fruits, yeah. I don't remember which fruit it is because it's that or it's an orange pie. It's a blue board. Yes. Yes. Okay, so that is actually one of the tricks that we buy. Um, so that is, it is an offshoot of a Raspberry Pi board. Uh, raspberry Pi is just, is a, it's a, a Raspberry Pi for everyone at home is a, it, it's a single board computer. It has what's called an SOC, a system on a chip. So it can take what an entire PC would do and most of the functions of it are translated into a chip like, this by this, like a, you know, it's maybe an inch by an inch. Um, so it's basically like an operating system that like an, like a tablet would it's, be? So it's not, an, it, it, the hardware itself is a condensed motherboard, CPU, GPU input. So USBs, HDMIs, uh, Ethernet, it combines a motherboard and a CPU and a GPU all in one. So it's, you still have to put the operating system on it. Mm. Um, that's what the SD card is for. So the SD card holds an operating system. Um, and whatever files you need for it. But uh, you can think of the SD card as a hard drive at that point. Yeah. Because once you have the hard drive in there, it is a computer. Um, and fun fact, a lot of the people, when you turn it off and on, you're, it's like unplugging and plugging a computer back in. But we haven't figured out a way to gracefully turn them off. Uh, there is something in computing called gracefully turning off where you give the chip and everything time to stop reading, stop writing, and turn itself off the correct way instead of unplugging it. Um, Isn't so that just clicking shutdown? Kind of, yes. But you see how it doesn't immediately turn right. the computer off? Usually it takes a few minutes, or not a few minutes. It takes a couple of seconds before it actually turns mm-hmm. off. It's doing stuff. There are things that are happening there. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so how did we get here? Sorry, <laughs> spinning back. So what you're talking about is, and you, that means you guys have like a sliding puzzle or um, an email program or uh, a no. password input. No. No? What is it's it controlling? Just there. It's just there. Does I think he, we were just I, asking I was deep questions. diving yeah. in our... Does, it have, a, in does it have a relay stuck on top? There, yeah, there is like a yeah. tiny little... Oh, so uh, this isn't hooked into anything? No, it's just... Oh, okay. So, it's just there's a tiny little yes. rec- blue so, rectangular thing on the top. I wonder if that's where all It's like sticking out. Like, yeah. So that is a... So <laughs> it, if you look on... It's usually written what it is on the back of it. Yeah, there's that's where I saw the... Okay, so if you mm-hmm. see in writing, they'll sh- they'll write what it's supposed to do. Oh, it... 
Oh, you, all I, you have to do is read. No, I didn't see any writing. <laughs> I just saw either raspberry or banana. Okay. So on the back of it, there's usually a silver strip. Um, yeah. It's from the manufacturer. It just tells you what it is. If not, you could just plug it in. Um, it's a five volt regular old thingy. Um, and it'll, if you plug it into a display, it'll tell you. You can kind of see what it's meant to do. Um, but those are just computers. And all those do is they do one thing. Um, we use them because Raspberry Pis and their derivatives are better at doing visual things. Uh, an Arduino is fantastic for manipulating hardware, manipulating softwares, but it doesn't display anything. Okay. I can't see what it's doing. I right. can only see the output of what's happening. So people use Raspberry Pis or Banana Pis or Orange Pis or whatever Odroid. Whatever fruit you want to use. Yeah, whatever fruit you want to use. I don't know how they came up with Raspberry Pi, but now most of their the whole offshoots are all different kinds of fruits. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I have another question for you. Yes, by all means. So it may sound off topic, but it's kind of not. I just got this thing for my car. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're Stop a skateboard in a car. No, 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 no. So um, it's like a... I don't, I have an older car, so it's, it's 2011, so it doesn't have like a monitor with a touchscreen or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, so instead, they sell these devices that look like old TomToms. Yes. Um, but it's actually um, an audio device, for, and it has like CarPlay on it, like Apple yes. CarPlay, Android Auto. Um, and it came with a backup camera too, which first of all, I have no idea how you're going to run that cable through the... But anyway, we were trying to figure out a way to replace the camera that we have in cabin. Because it's just attached to one of those like rotating things and mm -hmm. it's just like a USB camera. Do you think that would work if I took that camera that came in that CarPlay thingy and like hooked there's, that up to like there's a, a huge an adapter chance that, that if, has an HDMI? Like, is that a thing? Is that what it is? Does it output, does it output USB or does it output, not the, not the backup camera, it the camera in, ca in a cabin? It outputs on in, a USB or a HDMI? HDMI. Oh. Uh, so and like there's, and there's something the camera has too. red and black wires on the ends of it. So those are just power. There's a whole yeah. The second I see those, I, I I yeah. Red and black is generally what we consider power. Um, red being positive, black being neutral. But I'm trying to think. There is a chance you're. There's another set of wires because of power wires. There has to be something to tell the camera to turn left, turn right. Right. Um, what it's out, like how it video outs, uh, what controls, what controls it can take in. There's a second set. So there's always a possibility downfall to it. Backup cameras are usually giant fisheye camera, uh, fisheye lenses. So yeah. you're, if it does work, you're also going to see that room from the perspective of like a 90 ska video. And I'm not sure if that's I just, what. I just remembered that. That's so yeah. exciting. <laughs> it's like, I'm not sure if that's the route you want to go. Like a Sugar Ray video. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be terrifying. Like it's like everyone in an elevator just like singing at the camera sort of thing. Um, that That is always a possibility. Um, will it work out right? I can't tell because that camera in and of itself that you're going to be plugging in has no decoding on it. Um, it is just outputting like a kind of a raw stream to your TomTom -tom looking thing. And that's what's actually doing the rest of it. The big turret camera that you have has everything built in. It's a tiny one. It's really... Oh, it's a Raspberry Pi camera. No, no. Does it have a flexible strip that comes out? <laughs> no. No? It's literally, it's literally like a $20 like cheap oh USB. Like micro U... It's not even it, a micro USB. Like is doesn't a, even... Is like, it a black... Is it a gray or white box with a little black ring? It's, mag it's a magenta camera. <laughs> 
It's magenta colored. It's this thin yeah. and this tall. It's like a, for the back of a car. What does it hook into? Wait, which which camera are you talking about? The one for cabin or my the one that I got? For oh, the, oh, you're talking about. I thought you were talking about the one from cabin. Yeah, I am talking about the one. So from the cabin. one from cabin is a tiny magenta camera. Yeah, is it's it? like this big. It's it's literally like if GoPros or not a knockoff GoPro. Its first version in like 2010. That's what it. That's a little, and it can rotate. It's attached. It's taped to um, a thing that like rotates. <laughs> it's one of those rotator things. It's for for our laser. It looks great. You sure. know the laser. Yeah. Those things that. There's another one that the camera's attached to. Yeah, it's a two parter. So one has the laser, and the other one is the camera. And the camera almost is never. Yeah, off. we have plans for that cabin one because uh, it was joystick controlled, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Joysticks yeah, don't have a tendency to last in escape rooms. Um, hey. Hey. We we've managed to 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 keep it working. We've made it work. But now, did the joystick break or did the camera break? Um, the joystick did not break, and it's usually um, the connection. It's just the connection from the camera to the oh. arcade I think machine. Oh, so it just ripped out. Most people who ever go in that, that it just has issues. Never it has just a camera. Shuts on. Off. Never. It's, has and the camera's camera. just very like pixelated. It's like. Well, I feel like it's frames per sec. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what's decoding it. I don't even know what board is attached to it. Um, it's it says the we also have a monitor for the arcade machine, and that's a Raspberry Pi monitor. But that one keeps shutting off. It's almost like it has the wrong power supply, so it'll shut off after like 10, 10 minutes at the most. Okay, it and could I, have the wrong power supply, or it could just be overheating if it's stuck. I in mean, the it's to be fair, the puzzle has worked totally fine. I don't think there's ever been a major issue with that. No, there, it, it hasn't been a major issue, but it's just Well, been... in the beginning, that camera, that whole arcade cabinet was a nightmare in the beginning. Because I'm pretty sure that was one of the ones that, like, Jordy was building. Mm. And then he left. And then I think he left it with Cody. Got it. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure Cody ever fully finished it. Or Tony, one of the two, um, was supposed to finish it. And then Tony left. And I think he left it with Cody. And I'm not sure what happened after I, that. Cody did come back and fix it at one point. Good. He was like, it works. Yes. You just have to do this. And it stopped working pretty fast, actually. Okay, <laughs> it it stopped working very fast. So most of the time, that thing's never been on. But like we said, we've been able to run the room without it on anyway. No. So it's been totally fine. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, what does it do? Does it, does it knock cabin down one, uh, one difficulty level? No, it's just, not at it's all, just makes it. I mean, it's. It, it makes it a little bit moves difficult. It up a little bit. How's yeah, that yeah. trick at the end? The uh, the the whatever it is. The it's funny. The reactor. Yeah. I miss. I really miss it. it I has wish. To shut down. That's the so part. so fun fun wait, story. Wait, does the not work? It no. does. Oh wait. I, these so, are, so, these so are two so very separate. So answers. story time. So story time. Last year, at one point, we had a monsoon. Like it was like maybe it was one of the hurricanes that came in uh, that we got the end the tail end of, and the roof leaked and it like fried the circuit to the reactor so the reactor was not working nearly as much as it okay supposed to hello <laughs> really? everybody's <laughs> is here but yes it used to be on its own thing you used to just be able to push a button and it had its own automated gameplay and everything so and it just used to yeah so work. that was actually a nightmare we bought that from uh and it uh, doesn't work anymore yeah, so that's fair um this actually isn't you want a tall chair? You can take oh, this no, one. No, he did, no, he's already tall. <laughs> That's I would just, crazy. I would just need another XLR. Oh. You could either share this one or if you want to share this one. Oh, I don't know. Which oh, one yeah, you, you could share his because his is Actually, on a yeah, thing, so it's not going to be a... Here, come with me. Also, there's an XLR with the office I just forgot about. How fun. <laughs> <laughs>
You should be. You should be okay. Here, actually, can you mute my mic for a second? He's going to smack it really hard. This is your opportunity. Release. Okay, it's a full release. You're right. Yeah, it is. Uh, I a, yeah, I have like a 25 footer at the office. I oh, forgot 20. to walk over with it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could be in a different room at that point. Three? <laughs> You're just uh, in yeah, the yeah, lobby yeah, talking yeah. about us. Yeah, dude, why not? Um, welcome, Zach. Yes. Hi. Hello, Zach. Welcome. We missed you. Yes, we did. We were sad. We were sad. We were very sad. You said you weren't going to be here. And we are like, we aren't his favorite. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, all they got was me. So. Yeah. I and you know how that goes. That was, uh, it was, <laughs> <laughs> you walked in, it's just everyone's eyes are glazed over and there's small bits of drool coming down. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's not what the I full, sound like. The full Shane like... experience. Um, <laughs> what, what Dude, I can't find about? this oh, damn actually, camera. Um, if you want to use your gigantor body to go, just unplug the power supply to that. <laughs> It'll stop. Well, we're losing the ambiance. It's yes, honestly, guys, we'll right? add it in post. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it just like we just changed thunder sounds. It's so obviously different. <laughs> Zach, do you have you seen the camera that we have in cabin? Yes, that's what we were talking about. Yes. In the can you the describe? Can you describe it? I really can't figure out how to describe this camera. I said it's like a very old, like if a knockoff of a GoPro came out in its first version in like 2010. That's a pretty good idea. With a USB, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, we were right. talking about how that camera almost never works. <laughs> I, I looked at it up close one time. Yeah. Do you remember those? I do. Yeah. yeah. How'd that go? It was fine. Uh, it ended up working. Okay. I don't remember what I did to make it work, but good. it worked. That's, that's good. That's, that's usually good. how half of the things go. And yeah, it's just like, I don't exactly know what what made it work, but something's working now. If <laughs> anything, <laughs> so off topic with that day was the one day that May thought you were buying a washer for the building. Oh, <laughs> my God. Because you said you needed this a washer. Girl. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What? Uh, there was something going on with the door in there after uh, Zach was done looking at the laser. So he's like, yeah, I just needed a washer. And she made, got so excited. She, We're getting a washer? <laughs> Zach was just so like, <laughs> you could see the look on his face. He's, he's like, I don't like, know what uh... we're talking about. <laughs> I don't know why that was a big deal. <laughs> yes, you are, as he slowly no, she slides thought, like, away. A washer for laundry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I would hope it would come with a dryer. What are you going to do? No, nah, we can only afford half. You hang them out to dry. What do you mean? Then we, they freeze cold. Then we're going to have dry. to figure it out. Yeah, if we don't have storage. <laughs> There's nowhere to put it. If it works with apricots, it'll work with, it'll work with boxers. It's fine. We can make it work. We got this. We're a strong team. I'm already upset with the stool situation, so now I have to figure out something else. <laughs> it's for sitting? Yeah. Okay. No, it's. I wanted a really tall stool because it, it's. It's the desk is taller than this. Um, but normal stools that we have, or like bar stools even, they're not tall enough. So it's incredibly awkward to sit. Everybody like is hiding behind the desk, but it's not like their fault. The desk is just not made for people to sit behind. Or it. you lean into it and say, put a little sign that says, welcome to the kids table. 
And then <gasps> we could. That's really. Funny. And then it makes sense why everyone's like basically all you see is shoulders and just a head. That's it's. <laughs> and I, w- I was just looking for a stool, and it was advertised that it was like it, it goes up to like thirty four inches, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. False advertising because it's the same exact height as our regulars, and it only went up to twenty eight. And I was so excited. It looks nice, but I was just so excited. I stayed an extra three hours for it. I waited three hours for it to arrive when I could have gone home and I put it together and I was very disappointed. So now uh, what I was telling Jamie was, uh, I think I'm going to take our old stool that we had, put it back in the box or put it in the box and be like, this isn't the right stool. Um, well, I mean, it oh isn't technically because you bought one that should go up to 48. Right. It's not. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a very nice stool though. It, it looks very nice. It's yeah, very comfortable. The it's he just, didn't return it is he likes it. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just give them the one we have. Just, chair. I mean, is there nothing that you could put below it just to raise it up? We, I don't, we don't have like a platform or anything. We could get it. I would like, I would like that, but I don't know where to find that. And I don't want to be like you wanted to check Hobby Lobby. I did, but I don't think they'll have that. I we I was thinking one. like pallets, <laughs> but that behind there, it's it's too small behind there to put a wooden. Also, pallet. you'd be putting a lot of pressure on just like four small areas on a pallet, and that's not like the best wood. Yeah, <laughs> I know one of our. I mean, also, before. I guess you do. You just know that I warned you. Oh, I'll be fine. He'll okay. be the only one sitting in there. <laughs> We're yeah, all gonna wait for the thing, <laughs> Chris Foster. <laughs> I I don't think I would. You don't think you would? No. Why not? Because I'm not clumsy. Nobody said you were. Yeah. Nobody said you had to be. It either. wouldn't be you. It would be the wood giving. <laughs> yeah. I can't guarantee you what like the cheapest wood ever will do. It's meant to have that whatever it is like the surface area entirely covered, and that's where the weights distributed, like distributed, not mm. on four small points of it. Like what from, would like, you? Haha, ha, he's proving like you wrong. What would you cons- Like what would you put underneath that then? I don't know. Plus I don't. One. Do you have anyone who's handy there? Me. <laughs> oh, all right. Take a trip to Home Depot. Yeah. Grab a uh, horse, okay. Just build a box. <laughs> so a fish out of water every time Suck I go to Home Depot. Man. I'm just like, here we go again. <laughs> Sorry. Go to Lowe's. <laughs> Lowe's is so much better. That was a drag. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, I need this thing. Um, I think there was one time I had a friend that asked me. Um, uh, three prong was for um, outlet? an outlet rather uh, she goes I need one of these like one of these that's an alien and it's it, yeah she like put up her two fingers and her thumb so it looks like the the, two, the three like inputs sure, for the prongs, yeah. I couldn't figure it out <laughs> but like she knew like what a tri-tap you, was you couldn't wait what a, a three-way tri-tap okay. interesting wait <laughs> hold on you couldn't figure out like charades wise what she nope. was referencing absolutely not I thought she was saying like a bunny or something i had like, <laughs> you need a no idea <laughs> You're but she knew what a tri-tap was so i'm uh, one of you win some you you lose some. Some. <laughs> i'm gonna use that from now on <laughs> there, there you go don't know what to say that was uh <laughs> that's, okay. that's just it cool. you should make that into a shirt what you win some you try try prong some yeah why not that's a lot of silk screen we just got a whole bunch of amazing escape room shirts where it's going to be a little bit before we get to order we can afford one more just for you we can (laughs) i'll throw it into the next order good you should that would be very and be like you're gonna buy it it's also going to be in purple thank god (laughs) nobody genuine lack of grimace technology around here so well well, grimace was huh <laughs> Ever since Grimace's birthday, Grimace has been blowing up. Oh yeah, it's great. I love it. 
nobody appreciated Grimace before his birthday. All of a sudden, Grimace turned whatever age, and then yeah. everyone is just like, "Well, uh, people only care about him now because seemingly he's a murderer. So why not?" Oh, I love America. Yeah, it's just like, listen, we we don't really care about Grimace, but we care when he starts killing people. I didn't even know that was a thing. What the TikTok trend? There's a trend, like yeah. Like drinking the Grimace shakes. Well, yeah, I knew Dying. that, but like, like, I'm here to try the Grimace, the the birthday Grimace shake. Happy birthday, Grimace! And then. Next, they cut to usually some like horror scene, like Mandela oh. catalog, or, like, or they're just like floating or dead. Just, like, <laughs> there's that. a big trail of like grimace shake on the floor. <laughs> I don't know how does anything start. It's TikTok, not... bro. <laughs> like, the second just... the second I see the shake, I automatically keep going because okay. I'm just like, I'm just curious what it tastes like. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing; it's a great What's marketing potential because at the end of the day, I uh, grimace. I'm not sure. I'm not gonna find that on my own. <laughs> I, just, listen, there's McDonald's on the way back, so it's up to you. <laughs> We got McDonald's on the way here. We did. We got a and soda. You get a Grimace shake. Why no. would I get a Grimace shake? You wanted to test it. I wanted to know what the flavor was. Didn't mean I wanted to try it. Grimace grape. I'm, I don't know. Grimace grape. It's the craziest thing Grim I've ever heard. Grimace grape. That's a fun one. No, yeah. they just got to hire you. Know? There you go. <laughs> you know, call up Crayola. <laughs> Before it was Concord grape. Now it's just Grimace grape. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know why. Got me off yeah, yeah, it really did. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't remember the color of Grimace, but I do know that he's not, uh, he not Barney purple? purple. So he's like a royal bleach purple, right? What? What? Royal purple? I'm trying to think, kind of like a royal blue. Is that wrong? I'm guessing because I don't We're know what he's like. Like a plum, like a plum purple. Plum. Sure. Like, well, no, plum is more like. Uh... I don't think plums are purple. <laughs> Zach is just like. He's so like, why did I join on? this conversation? <laughs> why did I come? He just walks right back out. <laughs> did you just wake up? Do you feel like you're not? Do you feel like you're not participating enough? Do you want to go get the the XLR from the office and then you get your own microphone? Uh, not you okay. putting him to work. What I mean, time is that? Me, right? What time What's is that train? Uh, train. I think she said two thirty. Two thirty. Oh, it's only one fifty six. That's only one something. So, um, well, they do need this room because they have to reset it back up in about fifteen minutes. Okay. Yes. So we got fifteen. Um, so yeah. <laughs> We got time. Question me. What else do you want to know I about know. the, uh, yeah, the amazing escape room bury the hatchet technology department? I got a question. We asked that last time. Uh -oh. uh, What's the craziest thing you've seen? No, that wasn't what, what I was going to ask. Oh, I really I'm thought asking it was. the question. Uh, well, <laughs> Why are you either. asking questions during my part? To answer his one, uh, <laughs> there was a thing in Princeton where a guy just like immediately, he he was, he, this is before we, uh, not even before, he just, he drank a bunch and then it would be funny to go out the window and then he yeah. went out the window. Actually, mentioned that. That was oh, the oh my God. He, he yeah, did. that was like a classic story. I still, like the image of him just watching him fall out of the window and his legs are up and then they're not there anymore because he slid out. It's a good time. It's a good time to be alive. I love people. That's fair. Yeah, you got really got to paint a picture. It's a it's a vocal medium. So what was your question? <laughs> they can't they can't say they can't see it. So what I was gonna ask is, I asked Zach what like the hardest thing he's ever dealt with was like the mechanical hardest... like why since oh yeah like your biggest challenge why is anything like that? Like, what's oh, the biggest, biggest challenge. challenge I mean, there were a few um, other than TV. actually in this room. There's two. So there's two biggest ones that were nigh on impossible to fix. Um, there was one in our original Montclair location. Um, the designers, Matt and Mary Kate, uh, they're from somewhere in Illinois, outside of Chicago. They built this, honestly, the room was very well decorated and pretty cool. Um, it was just one of the things that when they did it, they built it in such a way that it worked as long as it worked. And then it stopped working. So in which they had this sliding door between rooms two and three. And it was awesome. It was hydraulic. Uh, no, sorry, it was pneumatic. Oh, oh my God. It was a pneumatic door, um, and it was like, it had a stone facade. 
So it looked like a giant rock. And then you Ooh. would do certain things. You would pull uh, like um, vines. And then I forget the trick before it, but then all of a sudden the rock would, first of all, the rock would slide back and then go off to the side. Slide uh, back and go off. To, so that was a whole pneumatic. That, that was a whole pneumatic thing. With like a, uh, like a four or five foot tall air compressor or was it like? Uh, it was, no, it was basically the one that you guys had. Um, it was a tank on the floor. Oh, it, they okay. only needed like a 20 gallon tank to move it. Oh, okay. Um, actually, I'm sorry. There were two. Still, that's impressive. There was man. a there was a main compressor that was just a main reserve, and then there was a compressor in the room that was only like a five gallon one. And did they did they have something to, uh, you know, block out the noise? No. Fun. <laughs> uh, the the luckily the compressor in the room. Sorry, the, I guess there wasn't a compressor in the room. The main compressor was in their like furnace room which was a horrible place for it furnace and room. then uh the actual what i was calling the compressor in the room itself that wasn't a compressor that was a just a tank got it that was a okay. storage tank for air, for air. Got so it. it would push five gallons into the room mm. to be stored in the tank so, so it could last a bunch yeah, of times so it could generally five, in. in the beginning five gallons was enough to move the door mm -hmm. as time went on and the frame started to bend um it needed more and more force to move and once it stopped working um, that was three weeks of me there every day trying to fix it. And by the end of it, I had replaced every component in the building. I mean, in that actual door, minus the frame. All new electronics, all new board. I took their oh, code. Boy. I realized that they didn't know how to code, so I recoded the whole thing. Still, I could not get that thing to work. That was the hardest oh, no. one. And also, I couldn't really do much because everything's behind the wall. So this is cut out that's maybe three feet by three feet. Um, and everything that belonging to the door is behind there. So it's about five feet off the ground. So you need to stand on a ladder just to get in, just to put your head in there. You can't physically stand in there. There's pneumatic lines running everywhere. I would call him and he had no idea how to fix it. Um, Howard even got some engineering team out uh, or an engineering guy who was very expensive um to try to fix it and that guy looked at it and was like i have no idea what's going on oh boy that was that was one of the impossible fixes because i truly didn't at the time i mean i still don't really know much about pneumatics cody knows a lot about pneumatics now because he built them into the space room in a oh, that's right. he built them i've only worked with them i haven't so a lot of the things in the room itself were pre-built by the people who owned it beforehand um skyler was their original is their designer for expedition escape um, so he designed a lot of it. He designed it with pneumatics in mind. So he put a lot of solenoids in there to actually fire things open, closed. Um, but Cody had to learn everything to do it. So he knows a lot more. I, at that point in time, I knew nothing about pneumatics. Now They're I very barely expensive. know. Um, the only ones I know of are from Fright Props. Yes. And there's so, so much money. There's a huge uh, transition. So Matt and Mary-Kate, we only knew about them because of the haunted house industry. Mm. The haunted house industry has a lot to do with uh, escape room stuff because yep. the fundamentals are extremely similar. Mm -hmm. um, pressure mats are just reed switches, basically, or not even reed switches, pressure mats are just uh, switches. Mm -hmm. um, there's, they're the, in the uh, what's called the pressure is just, or the thing that actuates the switch is spread out over an area, it's at the single point. Um, so they came from the haunted house industry, hence they knew how to do the pneumatics for the door because they did pneumatics for haunted house doors. Um, but that was a horrible one. I Weeks, I was there for like three weeks and at some point I just gave up 
I said, honestly, he's like, well, I really want the door working again. I'm like, at this point, it's easier to knock this door, take, have them take this entire thing out yeah. and just build something else here. Because time-wise, we were three weeks behind schedule on that, and that was the only thing I was doing at the time. That was a horrible time. That that didn't work. Uh, but don't worry about that. Because <laughs> right. people, like, a while later, we just we ended up selling the place. So um, oh, oh, oh. that's fine. That worked out there. And here, actually, Wild West, um, there's a bomb in a room. It's fake. Two. It's fake. It's fake bomb, right? Sorry, doesn't have to be. Um, it's a big, okay. uh, it's, <laughs> it's a big steel tool uh, tube that's welded together and had three different tricks on it. But the programming, the board in the middle of it, is the thing that actually kind of combined all the tricks together. Um, that's another nightmare one. Oh. <laughs> there's no fixing it anymore. We had fixed really? it so many times that by the time this time it broke, um, it relies on a custom keypad. That we haven't been able to find a another version of it. Um, they stopped making it a long time ago. Was this the story you were mentioning, Zach? Which one? I mentioned yeah. the bomb story. Yeah. Oh, you had another bomb story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the bombs. So that's the problem. Is some tricks are incredibly cool, but they're either inherently fragile or the ability for them to be repaired is very small. How did they? Because because you said um, speaking of, I guess custom things because the bomb was like made from scratch i guess right yes. um how was the uh for those of you that have played uh, lost in space in bloomfield how did something like that enumerator get built do you know what i'm talking about yeah i remember it well uh, i don't I understand how something like that yeah could like be built from scratch. Like I can't okay, so process the, how that would. Um, I forgot the real name of it. I called it the enumerator yeah, because that's at the point in time I was playing a lot of Portal. Hence why the voice. Yes, is it's Gladys. Yes, yeah. So I and figured there's also uh, Cassidy or McCree as uh, the uh, alert tone from it's, it's Overwatch. Oh, that one I didn't do. Yes, I've never played I Overwatch before. It. So there's there's a bunch of game references yes. in that room because at the time it was build or we were building it. Zelda's um, in Mansion. Ooh, I think the the, the, the Zelda, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Oh, I thought Minecraft was a mansion. Well, that is Both. true. But like Zelda, it's um, there's a sound. Whenever you beat the torches, um, yeah. it creates a little jingle. That sound you <laughs> get. Just be like, hey, <laughs> listen. The, um, <laughs> All of the it, it just plays until you beat the puzzle, yeah. actually. <laughs> the enumerators, just one thing I've never been able to process how it could just be think of a random number, mm -hmm. give you 15 tries, and if you yep. don't get it higher or lower, generates another completely yeah, random I mean, number super you easy most uh, microcontrollers have a random function um, okay you just you feed them what's called a seed um you either pick so randomness is not really random randomness at least in a microcontroller like that sense is random based on an input so if let's say i do my seed is just called chain and that's what it's using as it's because it, it's all math basically i'm using that as my input function the, the string shane mm. um if you were to also input the string shane um we're gonna get the same numbers so have you ever played you've played minecraft um for like why are you looking at me like that <laughs> have you have you ever <laughs> if you ever play minecraft incredibly when you're boring. generating the world like the first time you ever like open yeah. it when it's like forever world, and generating but you can like change the seed it's called yes you can so if you and i pick the same one and then you hit generate you're going to get the same output mm -hmm. so all of it's doing is i forget exactly what it is but it's taking a seed don't remember what the seed is 
um, and it's generating a string of random like numbers. Okay. And it, like it'll just pick one. Yeah. And then when you type in fifteen, it takes your input as fifteen, and all it's doing oh, is it's I checking can, I see and it's now. dividing by fifty, mm -hmm. or it's doing it fifty. So let's say the number it picks is a hundred, and I type in two hundred. The first thing it's going to check is is my input more. Is it more than 100? Yeah. Yes. Say this. Take out one try. Got it. So like your number is too high. That's all you mm -hmm. have to do. And let's say it says no, it'll try the opposite too. It'll say like, oh, if I typed in 50 and the number is 100, is your input number too high? No. Don't do anything with the tries yet. Next step. Is it too low? Yes. Say this. Take out a try. And that's it. And then once it runs out, and once the tries run out, um, it's it just calls a reset of some sort, and the reset generates a new random number. That's like my favorite puzzle in all of in all of our locations. Right. That is my the favorite numerator? thing. Yes, really. That's my favorite thing. Because yep. of the voice, or literally because of the game? Just the game. Oh, the game itself. <laughs> you want one? You can have. One. He actually no, never knew a portal. No, not for you. I mean, for the location, you can get one in Edison if you want. What would we put in? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, it doesn't Candy, have to maybe. You'd have to not have them in the GLaDOS voice, but... Probably Candy. <laughs> um, actually, I still have the files for the enumerator, so you could have it in the GLaDOS voice. I have, like, one more question yeah. before yes. time, like, runs out. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's for both of you. <laughs> I'm very curious, like, what you like, your, either your favorite puzzle to build or just your favorite oh, puzzle, yeah. puzzle favorite in general puzzle was. Favorite puzzle to build? Um, to create, to work on, to build. You know what, Zach, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I have to was think that a hard it. one? <laughs> uh, well, no, it's not even a hard one. It's just, like... It's been a long time, so yeah. I have to like search through eight years worth of what was this? You, yeah, you both have been here for a while, so uh, yeah, Zach, <laughs> it's been a Zach's lot. been here like it's seven thinking. years now, right? Yeah, August will be seven. Okay, yeah, yeah September will be Oldie. Eight, a terrifying time. <laughs> um, I you, guess you do one, it. One would be uh, in the apartment room here. The the salt trick. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Everybody can relax. You okay? missed that story, but that salt trick ruined the Chris's life. <laughs> dude, I... What is the salt trick? <laughs> it's something I couldn't figure out. <laughs> Back, like, original heart. It's a dumb, easy puzzle the that I couldn't figure out. was deemed too easy. Like, yeah. It just wasn't enough content. So I just came up with a quick, temporary, easy trick just to kill a little time, and it was the salt trick. You just look in that pantry, and there was a list I made, and everything... <laughs> there were several items on the list, and there was one item... That was in the pantry, but not on the list. Mm -hmm. So you just, you know, you I just thought it was too easy. And you find out which what what it is, and it's gotcha, salt. gotcha. So you just put in salt in the Ford, you know, letter lock, and that's it. I came but, to visit this location, and yeah. I played the apartment, and I walked right back upstairs, and I said, "I can't figure this out. What's going on?" <laughs> and then John was like, "Salt." <laughs> Sometimes you overthink things. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I it's guess so the favorite funny. thing. I that too, honestly. <laughs> the favorite thing built for me, I guess, would be the original the wizard room here, the original one. Mm -hmm. um, there's no like specific trick. I love the. There was one trick that actually. Uh, I was building this trick for wizard where I really wanted the capacitive touch thing, where I had uh, done a design on like a board, and I engraved it everything like with the Dremel, and it was actually really good. I'm not artistic, but this is like the best I've done. Um, and then I inlaid it with different metals. Um, and I put little wires at the back of each one while I was inlaying it, so they're capacitive. So okay. They're conductors. Um, there would be phases of the moon, which are still in Wizard, but now they're buttons. Uh, you used to be able to press metal uh, indents. Okay. And they would do it. So I, while building it, decided to come into this room, which was our workshop. Um, and there was a table saw. 
Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not I'm not a table saw intuitive person. Um, and no, there's no way I should have been using it. Uh, and I did use it. And um, yeah, I, I uh, splattered my finger. He said splattered. Yeah. So yeah, that like it eviscerated most of it. That was a, that was a Ooh, fun most time. of it. So after that, I switched it to buttons. Okay, um, sick. <laughs> but the whole room in of itself, that was still like a pinnacle build because yes, it was over time. Like it, it took too long. Um, but the output has, I think it's the longest running room in the company. It is. It is. Ooh. Like it's still six or seven years into it almost. Wow. Um, with minimal change. With, yeah, really is most of it's like, obviously it needs touch-ups. If I had my choice, I would close the room down and rebuild most of it. Um, but it was a good union of cool ideas. We got to do exactly what we want. Well, no, okay. We got to do most of what we wanted. It was originally going to be called the Alchemist Room, and it was going to have a lot Ooh. weirder stuff in it. Um, <laughs> like real cool stuff in it. But uh, Howard does not like the uh, tarot. He didn't like a lot of the symbols that we were drawing. So he was just like, uh, what if we called it Wizard? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. But no, Tarot's Wizard was a great time. Great people. I built it with great people. I had a lot of fun. Um, and it was one of those things that can't be fully replicated again because people have moved on in different ways and we don't have that personnel anymore. Like I'm around mm. Luke. He's not around anymore. He's one of the people who built it. Um, Elise, she was, she had graduated college with a set design degree. Ooh, okay. So that's why it looks really nice. So she was really good at putting stuff together. Um, and I was really good at doing the games and Luke was really good at making sure I didn't lose, uh, my tools. <laughs> hey you always that's need always somebody like that around yeah, yeah. That's but yeah that would be my favorite build of the whole place well all right nice. well uh shane thank you so much Zach, nice. thank you so much uh guys we will be back who do who do you want to interview next time one of our game masters ours yes whoever we grab first <laughs> all right well whoever we grab first you guys will listen to uh next time uh but thank you so much again shane zach and um see you guys next no time. problem bye